Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey, my friends, thanks so much for being a part of the Christian Media Marketing Podcast group, tribe, listeners, people that are out there. I continue to just thank God for all of you who are out there trying to make Jesus famous. I'm thankful for whatever follow-up method you're using. I'm thankful whether or not you're using Facebook or Google or Instagram. I'm just thankful that you are where you are that you are are working hard to try to find those people that the Holy Spirit is working in. And if we are helping you, then I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm just thrilled to be able to be a part of that. I hear from many of you, and I am thankful for you. There are people who have listened to this podcast. We're quickly approaching next week. Lord willing, will be episode 100. And I'm going to do kind of a state of the of the Christian media marketing world as I see it. That's next week's podcast. But there are people that are out there. I just I want to name a few of you, just first names or whatever. And, and I'm going to miss some really people who are there. This is just no notes, just some people that recently I just was talking to. So I think about Andy, and Andy is out there and he is working hard. He was skeptical, if I can say that. He was skeptical when he first heard about this, he and his other Andy that was there, about some of this media outreach stuff. And yet he has persisted. He is looking now to continue to try to refine and to figure that out. And, and he's, he's working in a hard place to be able to do that. It, it's similar to my friend uh, Dave. Dave and I work together. We are, are partnering on things, and we've also just become friends. We play chess online with each other almost every day. Unfortunately, he beats me more often than, than I beat him. Now his wife is listening to things and learning some of these skills, and so that's exciting to me. I think about others that are out there who are working really hard to, to figure these things out. I think of, of Diana and the work that she has done and many of the people there on her team and, and others uh, Rebecca and others that are in now a different spot, but they're they're doing it. They're trying their best. I'm thankful for organizations. I'm thankful for those who I get to partner with who are coming alongside saying, what is it going to take to be able to finish the task, to see that every people group, that every tribe and tongue and nation has had this opportunity to hear the gospel. And so I want you to know this. You are not alone, and I am praying for you. And of all of those that are out there that I'm praying for, there's one group, one place right now that my, my heart personally is really heavy for, and that is my brothers and sisters in India. Uh, there's many teams there that I'm working with, but there's so many locals that are there that, that I've met or that I know of. And I was on a call late last night. I was gone flying on a trip. It was less than a 24-hour trip, and I, I get back. I literally, from the airport, log on to Zoom and do a call with a team in India, and he begins to describe to me 
what all was God was doing. Over Easter, hundreds of thousands of people were watching their Facebook Live, some video stuff. Then they had their material out on, on national television. It was amazing what God was doing. And yet in the midst of this now, COVID is just running rampant there. And there are good people, brothers and sisters, who have gone on to their reward in heaven as a result of this. And so if you're listening to this podcast today, maybe you're out walking or sitting, having a cup of tea or whatever this podcast finds you doing, will you take a moment today and just lift up the church and all of those there in India right now? Because as the person I was talking to last night, he, he was describing this. He said, it's almost like it's just murdering people. They're just not getting the medicine. They're not getting the oxygen. And many of them are young and dying and didn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to be like that. And yet this, in certain parts of the world, we see numbers going down. But in some places, it's still, still killing so very many people. And so the message of the gospel is so important. We've got to get it out there. We need to give people a chance to hear because everybody ought to know who Jesus is. Everybody ought to be able to have an opportunity in their heart language to hear about Jesus. All right, I'm going to pivot now and talk a little bit today about, yes, iOS 14.5 has released. I don't know if you've seen these pop-ups where it's saying, hey, do you want this Facebook or Instagram or ESPN app or whatever to track you? And you decide what you want to do on that. I'm just telling you, it's out there, it's happening, and its impact is something that we're going to continue to see as time goes along. And so what I want to talk to you about today is retargeting. And can we still retarget? Can we retarget in this world, social media world that we live in right now? I believe we can. I believe we can retarget, though it's going to look different. And some of the things that we were able to do even just a couple months ago, uh, it may not be as effective now. And so as I always say to you, be testing, be testing, be testing, all right? Be looking at your data. Know your benchmarks and see how it's working and see if prices are going up, if responses are going down. And as we get into this, don't forget that the actual attribution window, that means they can attribute that a person saw your ad and then did something, has gone down from 28 days down to seven days in your reporting. If you're in Europe, Things like messages itself are going to show as a zero or nothing there because of some of the GDPR parts to that. That's not even showing up in your ads manager. So yes, the window of reporting is smaller. Some of the things that we were able to do may not be as effective. It may be. Okay, it just depends a lot on how many people are using Apple devices in your place and just a lot of variables. Okay, but can we still retarget? And I believe we can. In fact, I, I still think that this is one of the most powerful things that you and I can do in our marketing is to continue with repetitive touches to those who are showing interest because they've done something. So let me give you a few ideas today in this podcast. And the first way that you can do that is when you go in to create a custom audience, you can do that based upon different sources. This could be if you have an email list that's still really good. You could upload that list of people from your email list and Facebook will try to match those people to their Facebook profiles and of those who have you know, signed up for Facebook or are using it on there. So you know, that's one. 
your website could be another one. But this is where, where the pixel, if it's being blocked, depending upon their browser or whatever else, because that's third party, because that's not actually Facebook there, then that pixel reporting might be not as accurate. All right, so you can have a customer list. That's gonna work good. Your website, you're just gonna have to see. Don't be surprised though if your numbers are smaller. But still, keep doing it. Don't stop just because maybe the numbers are smaller or whatever. Keep doing it. But what I want to talk to you about today is retargeting from the first-party data source itself, from Facebook. Let me give you some ideas. So when you go in to create a custom audience and or a lookalike audience, when you're creating that custom audience there, it's going to have an area where it says your Facebook sources. And so on the left side, you're going to see a window that says video. Well, one of the ideas that I, and these are just ideas to play with. Don't do them all, not all at once. Test and test and test. But one of the things that you could do is try using different length videos or do a video series. Maybe it is a three video series and each of those are a portion. Maybe it's one minute long or two minutes long. You can go longer than 60 seconds now on Instagram. So that's great. Try that out. And then you can go based upon percentage of a video that they've watched. And so what we're seeing in one country is that a lot of people are not only watching the video, but they're watching way over 50 to 75% of the video. That's the group then. That's a warmer audience that you could retarget to. And you can set it up so that ad one, the first video is running, and you could then say, I want them to see ad two if in the last seven days they've watched 50% of the ad one video. So now you're making sure that if they saw the first ad and they watched a video for a certain amount of time that they will see your second ad. And you could do the same thing with a third ad. And so you just say, this is like days one through seven, days eight through 14. And so you can layer the timing and the duration of the video views. Get in there and press buttons and you're gonna see what it is I'm talking about. But it's the stacking of these custom audiences is where you can get really powerful. So you can say, I don't want anybody that's watched uh, video ad two for at least 50%, I want them to see ad three, but I wanna exclude and anyone who has not watched this amount or who's already watched ad one or whatever. So it's this inclusion and the exclusion is where you can get powerful in your custom audiences. And because it's still on Facebook, that data, I think, is still really accurate. Okay, so that's one way that you can do that. Another one, I know of one ministry that's doing this and they're using the lead forms. And so they have different types of, of what we would call a lead magnet that they're giving people. Then you just, it auto fills the form with their own information straight from Facebook. Now, I've not seen that necessarily that the quality of these are always great, but the quantity could be big. And it doesn't mean that the quality is bad. It's just sometimes I've, I've, I think it's been a little questionable. But here's the beautiful thing of it. They're already filling it in. You can even ask uh, custom questions that I would really caution you from doing too much of that. All right. But 
you can also retarget of people who started to fill out the lead form and then didn't do it, didn't actually fill it out. So they engaged with it, but didn't submit it. You can retouch on them. You can send them another ad and try to get them to say, to go ahead and click through and to do that. Another one is instant experience. I've talked about this in some other podcasts, but think of an instant experience as, as basically a pre-landing page. It's still on Facebook. You can put other videos. You can put buttons to version or to your own website or whatever you want on there, but it's kind of a pre-landing page, and it's still on Facebook, and there's a lot of options there as well. So that's another area where we can retarget. You can, if you're using Instagram, retarget from people who have viewed your profile. So if your ministry page or church has an Instagram account, you can say, I want anyone who has checked out our profile. Our, if you set it up as a professional account there, anyone who has viewed our professional profile or our, our Instagram account profile to see another ad. So that's an area where I, I've not heard of very many people that are doing that yet. Try that one out. Depending on where people are, are watching and reading, they, they may be looking at your Instagram profile there. Another one is just simply your Facebook page. This could be your ad. This can be organic content that you're putting on your page. This could be a lot of different clicks, a lot of different things you could do there. And so look at all the different options and build some different custom audiences based upon engagement. They have liked, they have commented, they have shared, they have clicked. All right, there's a lot of different ways that they've engaged. So if you find content that people are engaging with a lot, even if it's organic content, you can create a custom audience from it. Now, with any of these custom audiences set up, you can then create some lookalike audiences from them. This is a great way to get on top, back up to a very broad top of funnel audience. It's going to be colder, but it's based upon criteria of things that people who did already engage with your page have done. So they've they've clicked on something, they've watched a video, they've sent you a private message, lots of different things there. And so these lookalikes, I believe, are still a really powerful tool. Yes, there's a lot to this. Yes, you're probably going to need to whiteboard this out. If we want to include here and exclude here. But the, the beauty of this is that you're not having to create 20 different ads. You're creating different audiences and then you can layer even the ads themselves to them and so watch the frequency some of these though you can just turn on and depending on the audience that you've created you can just kind of let this ad keep running and if, if, if it's top of funnel maybe it's a half million or a million people that are seeing it and you're spending ten dollars a day or whatever it might be you can just turn that on and it's going to keep filling up that next bucket of people who are in that next custom audience that you have created, right? And so they begin to layer and reinforce each other. All right, I hope that's a help to you today. I hope that it encourages you that even in the midst of the world as we know it, the end has not come. So the REM song, it is not the end of the world as we know it, but it is a change. And part of this change, we're still not sure of. I will tell you this in closing. I'm seeing there's still a lot of glitchy things, a ton of accounts that are getting disabled, a lot of stuff that's going on. Uh, I was trying to create an ad last night, and then it, it just said this account couldn't do it. I had to go back over and start everything over, 
And then it did work. I, so it's just, yeah, I know there's a lot of stuff that's just weird out there. there it's just a crazy time. And, and I'm sure that things that Facebook is putting into their software are being changed behind the scenes as well as they're learning of what's happening on Apple's devices or different rules from different countries in the world. So it's always fluid. It's always changing. And that's one of the reasons that we exist here is to try to make sense of that, try to help you leverage social media to make Jesus famous. And to that end, I pray that God will bless you. I pray that he will guide you. I pray that he will give you wisdom. And if we can help you in that process in any way, please let us know. Until next time, keep listening, keep pushing, keep testing, doing everything you can. And if you would, share with others who are doing ministry about this podcast. I hope that they can join us next week, Lord willing, for episode 100. Thanks so much for all you do. Take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.